Hey, what's going on, everybody? Today, I had the pleasure to chat with American pop EDM singer-songwriter Casey Cook. In this newest episode, Casey and I explore her new album, In It's Time, Navigating Through Grief and Loss, how she's coping with the passing of her late father, feeling empowered by emotive vocals, love for captivating melodies, songwriting school of Los Angeles, experience on Songland, and more. And now with that being said, hope you enjoy my conversation with Casey. Casey, hello. Hello. I mean, it's so great to chat with you today. It's it it really is because I'd known you for uh, quite a while actually. Um, oh, really? Prior to this interview, um, I was actually following you along when you were on Songland. Um, oh, okay. I I I knew you from Songland, the competition show, and I've watched both seasons. And I, I I I was just so fascinated in some of the songwriting shows nowadays. I feel it's just so interesting to to see behind the scenes and, and really get to know what it's like to see what the writing concept behind the songs are and how it's made. Yeah. I think for Songland, that type of show did not exist. And I was really intrigued by just the concept of it showing, you know, how songwriters write songs and what the process is and pitching them to bigger artists and what the collaboration process looks like with getting another producer on board and, yeah, seeing the ideas and letting them flow live, which was awesome. Absolutely. And uh, with that being said, I have to, we have to talk about right off the bat, you've got a, you've got a new album out and it's called yeah. in, its, in It's Time. And it's a really, I guess when I was doing research on it, I was trying to figure out what exactly I can define this album as because well, I, I I don't want to define it in my opinions because I know you have that because you're you're the you're the one who made this album and you're the creator behind it and you have the meaning behind it and what you think it's about and and obviously I think it's a lot about you navigating through grief and loss, mm -hmm. but also trying to find now who you are again and mm -hmm. trying to get back to that artistry now that I guess penning this album and finding people who relate to you and can write to your story rather than relating to your story. Cause I know a lot of people can relate to the story, but I know writing to the story is important for you as well. So can you talk to me more about sort of the premise behind the album? Because I know it's a, it, it is a, a heart wrenching, but also really personal album for you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I've been writing for a long time and writing for other artists and doing my own kind of building in this EDM platform. And I had always wondered what my artistry was going to look like, like my own true solo artistry. And this just felt like I had to do it. You know, I, I lost my dad um, and I had time leading up to say, my, say my goodbyes. And I learned a lot through loss and what that experience taught me and you know we're creatives we're artists like it's our job to express that and not hold it in and be that voice for other people that are going through those times and I I felt this moral responsibility as a creative to pour my heart out and and to do this project and I really had no idea what it was going to entail and I set out to do it and uh, I did it and I wanted to put it out uh, before the anniversary of my dad's passing because I didn't want to hold on to it much uh, because it was so heavy and personal and vulnerable. And so I put it out and it's out 
um yeah it's out and it's and it's a really great album and and for people who haven't listened to it go listen to it because it's it's one of those i guess like storytellers abilities where you kind of don't know where to turn on the album and it's sort of your way of finding your pathway from that grief and picking yourself up from from feeling so heartbroken and feeling so empty i guess in a sense as well and you did say that this album it's a journey of thoughts emotions and feelings surrounding the loss of my dad plus new discoveries i've learned along the way it's real it's honest it's healing when when you kind of think back to the first day when you first started writing this album or creating this album what was the process like behind that um honestly all of the songs came in different times of this entire process um I wrote feel it all which is one of the third tracks I wrote that when I was in Rhode Island with my dad it was the first song that I had to get out of my system uh, in order to process what I was going through. And I hadn't had the time or the mental capacity to write at that point. And I was home with my dad and I got on Zoom with my friend and and actually poured my heart out. And that was such a cathartic song. Um, another song I wrote was, you know, the fact that I couldn't call my dad. And that was the weirdest part. And I just kept saying it was so weird because it's this unfamiliar completely foreign territory that you never think it's going to happen to you and then you're now in this boat and you're just navigating these completely new waters um and then you know things I learned along the way that life is about learning and growing and and healing and going through all of this to evolve as a human being and the fact that there are little moments where you can find your loved ones in signs and symbols and weird things that feel impossible but you know they're around and so there's some songs that kind of touch on that it, it never ends really and yeah it, it was a, a big emotional journey of learning how to cope with grief and finding the light at the end of the tunnel because you know if we sit around in our sadness we won't experience what life has to offer and sometimes you go through those really tough times to make you stronger and learn and share and evolve so that's honestly what this EP is about it's what it's done for me and I'm sure you know it's always going to come in waves it's never going to be I'm never going to be completely fine, but I'm learning to live in someone's absence that taught me so much about life and living it to the fullest. So that's what I'm doing. And if you don't mind me asking, and I I, I feel this could be a really good um, question. And I've, I was, I've, I've been wondering this um, about your album and you just talked about, I guess, I, I guess, I, I guess this whole album as a whole is, is really a tribute album, but also a really i guess personal and immersive sort of experience mm -hmm. firsthand for you and if you don't mind me asking I, I, was, I was just wondering that you're just saying about your dad when now when you're kind of reflecting back now on the release of this album and mm -hmm. you're you're get, getting the reactions that, that you're getting from the album 
and you're also still trying to navigate that loss of your father how 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 are you dealing with i guess the absence part of that rather than this whole success of this album because that's one thing i think the success of the album is one thing and the yeah. loss of your father is another massive part of it totally. but how how are you sort of finding yourself from that absence part you know it's funny you ask that because just recently like a week ago i had a complete mental breakdown um i think i hadn't been able to process because i put the album out on April 7th and my dad passed on April 10th and my mom was in town. I had a show. It was, you know, we were celebrating his life, but it was also the middle of the EP and releasing and a lot of emotion, a lot of hype and success, if you want to call it that. But yeah, once everything was said and done, that's when I lost it. And I was like, I still can't believe my dad is gone. Like this doesn't, this feels like a joke at this point. Like, okay, pull back the curtain, come on out. You know, um, I guess that is, that is like a, a whole other weird part of this. Um, yeah, I, I don't know, to be honest, I don't know how I'm doing with it. Um, I think I've written these songs and I've gone through I've lived the emotions of these songs the past year, putting it out and making content around it and relating to other people going through it and just like embodying the songs because that's what you do in today's world as an artist. You want to like really give it that chance to be heard. And now that I'm, now that it's through, it's over, uh, so to speak, it's like the aftermath of it is even weirder because it's out, it's done. Um, and you know, Father's Day is coming up and that's probably going to be very strange as well. But I think the thing that really is keeping me going and keeping my head high is my dad was such a strong person and encouraged me to be a strong person and encouraged me to not be sad that he was gone and that he wanted me to go and live life as big and bold as I can. And that's what's keeping me strong is I know that he's going to be with me forever. And he was my biggest cheerleader in music and always encouraged me to go for it. And I feel his presence with me all the time now. And, and I had friends that told me that when I was going through all of this and finding out my dad was not going to be with us anymore that had gone through it. And she, my friend had actually said like, your dad is going to be with you more now than ever before. And you just have to trust that there is this presence with you at all times. And that is your dad. And it's very strange to talk about what happens after death. And it's like this taboo thing that no one wants to talk about, but I've seen it firsthand that he is so with me and it's, I mean, he's not here physically. He's not the tangible form, but I, I hear his voice. I, I feel his presence. I know that he's with me when I'm making these decisions and I'm thinking, what would my dad say to do? And yeah, I think that's, um, it's a really powerful thing that if you can get behind to know that it's not over and that memory is going to be with you forever. And if you keep that alive, you know, you'll be okay.
And also I was wondering, you know, as we're talking about this, I guess, very vulnerable subject of, of loss and grief and, and, and feeling that absence of your father and, mm-hmm. and this album is just, I guess, one of the more moving sort of experiences for you personally, emotionally and physically, because it does take a lot on somebody and, and someone's family for, and for no amount of reasons. I, I, I think that there are, there are so many things that you can say to one person to try and heal that, to heal that wound that has been so fresh. And I feel, I feel that you're still finding that I guess solid ground and, and trying to find that like one silver lining that you can mm-hmm. look back on and say, man, that was one of the most like funniest moments I had with my father, you know, yeah. and, and, and trying to find that moment to, to just crack yourself up and have like that positive moment in your life. It, I, I mean, when we, sh- when we turn away now from, I guess the, the negative aspect, but if there was anything that stuck out to you about your father um, or if there was one memory that sort of was the funniest memory that you had together, what would that be? Oh man, so many. I mean, he just, he was such a, he was such a character, you know, he had such a bold personality. He, he got in everyone's business, whether you liked it or not, but he was always there to help you. Um, but he was such a jokester too. I mean, anytime someone tells a joke now, I'm like, uh, my dad would have a better one, you know? And so and I actually wrote that in one of my songs, like I'll, you know, when days get heavy, I'll remember your jokes. And, um, and I do. And it's funny when, when someone dies, that is so close to you, you find yourself talking about them so much more. And I, and I wonder what the psychology is behind that. If it's, for you to be okay with it or to just keep them alive even more because their absence is there. So you want to make them even more present, but, um, favorite memory. I mean, I don't know. He just had this big boisterous laugh that you could hear from thousands of miles away. And I still hear it. I still hear it. And I still just hear him say, you know, come on, what are you gonna do about that? you know, and, and you just, you just put yourself in your, in the mindset of someone that meant so much to you. And suddenly you're like, okay, all right, well, what would they do? What would they say? You know? Yeah, absolutely. And and I think that like, sometimes there's like moments where you also feel that like, man, you just need one good kick in the butt sometimes, Yeah. Uh, you know, and just, just that, that reminder just to keep going, you know, even if it, even if, life is tough and yeah. and things can drown you out very easily. But um, yeah. I mean, there's so much to talk about within this album because there's a lot of great songs on it. And the yeah. track list is weird portal, feel it all uh, change prelude, dying wish never ends. I mean, you did talk a lot about dying wish, I guess, as we're talking about this sort of the navigation through this conversation of healing through that grief and loss. And you just mentioned about, you said that your father who said, I don't want you to be sad. I'm gone. I want you to go live your life. Enjoy it as big as you can. The sky's the limits. Um, but you all, but this also song dying wish 
has been a really highlight for you, I guess, from that album of yours that you just released in its time. I mean, talk to me about that song specifically, yeah. because I feel that one is the most personal for you. So can you talk to me about like the thought process and the creation behind that song? Yeah. So Dying Wish was, um, so I, I, when I was home, I was on the piano a lot, um, just getting my thoughts and feelings out because that's my way of coping and it's my therapy. It really is. I don't know what I would have done if I didn't have a keyboard in my room. Um, and I think it was towards the end of when he was around and those days he just kept saying like I want you to go and I want you to live I want you to live your life I don't want you to be sad I want you to go and do all the things that we talked about because my dad was very involved in my music career and wanted to be my manager and was having business meetings with me and saying all right now how are we gonna how are we gonna do this and how are we gonna do this and how are we gonna get it sold and that was his big thing how are we gonna get this music sold and uh, I was on my piano and I just started playing these chords and pouring my heart out and I didn't do anything with it. I didn't even know I was doing an EP at the time. I was just pouring it out. And when I started to do the EP, uh, that was a song that wasn't written. Um, but I went back to those original voice memos of just pouring my heart out. And I wanted to incorporate something that had to do with queen because my dad towards the end he got this new sono system and he wanted everyone to come over and watch the end of bohemian rhapsody when he, they're singing you know the chain of of music and he would play it constantly and it be kind of became this unironic song that he was singing saying you know when my time is up you know and it was just like what what are you are you doing this subconsciously but you know, Freddie, Freddie Mercury says nothing really matters in the end. And it's kind of this, this freedom that says, go after everything you want and do it and do it big. And it doesn't really matter. You know, it matters what you do with your life and how it makes you feel and not how much money in the world that you have. Just go live a great life, you know, help, help people out and, and do things for the good and that's what that song is and it's my reminder to live um and that I'm I'm really sad that it's coming to this point but you told me not to be sad so I'm gonna go live that's your dying wish so yeah that's kind of how that song happened but it came out of thin air for the chorus you know when it, it was just life's too short to live any less and it just I think those moments where you just tap into something outside of yourself and this energetic field of music. And that's where the magic is. That's what happened. So, and it, and honestly, it felt like such a personal song. I was like, Oh, this is almost too personal. Like this is too real, but I think that's what, why it needed to be on the EP um, as well. The other songs, you know, I wanted other people to have their own stories to relate because I know for me, when I hear songs that I can put my own story in, it makes me love it even more. Um, so I wanted that for the album in general. And then this song was just my whole soul. Um, 
yeah for sure and um and uh, i mean there's there's a there's there's a lot of things that that are in this album and in your bio there was a lot of discussion about the emotive vocals like captivating melodies but before i get into the captivating melodies what is it about that emotive vocals for you to that really sort of resonate with you more often than the captivating melodies because i feel those are very emotional vocals that you put into this new album um how much of that sort of came in in part to this new album oh all of it i mean the whole the whole thing is extremely vulnerable so i wanted that to match the tone of the ep um and same with the production. I didn't want any big, bold production. I wanted it to just float with the vocals and be this lighter type emotive vocal um, so that you could really hear the story and what I was saying and, and feel the emotion yourself. And, you know, a lot of people mentioned that like they they really felt it, like they really felt the lyrics that I was singing. And that means the world to me because for me as a songwriter, you know, that's my, that's my bread and butter. And, um, I really wanted to convey that emotionally, um, and in a cohesive sound. So, and also the captivating melodies part of it. What, when does that come into, come into play, I guess, for this new album as well? Um, I'm not sure. I guess just something that's, uh, singable that you can kind of remember, like, there's a few that are more upbeat that I actually thought were going to live in the EDM space, but it was too personal. It was my story and I wanted to put it on the EP, you know? Absolutely. And um, as we're, as, as I want to now go to the, the more positive side of it on April 13th at 1 37 PM, you posted this on your Facebook page and I, I want I I I really want you to be proud of this because I I think this is a really great moment for you because you said what a week still buzzing for my debut EP release show big thank you to everyone who came out to, to celebrate with me it was completely packed inside but quiet enough to hear a pin drop in the room you know I've been carrying the weight of these songs for long from real emotions and experience and it's felt truly liberating releasing this EP and sharing the stories about everything I've gone through the past year losses taught me so much about life and reminded me what's important it's this family friends love living each moment as it comes and making the most of it my heart is full thank you i love you all so much p.s somebody make me take a group pick the second i get off stage so i don't miss anyone next time um so now when you sort of think back on the success of this album that it's getting what are you most proud of that i did it I think it's really easy to say I'm working on something and I've, I've been working on trying to do an EP for so long. And I think for the first time it what it just wasn't a choice. It was, I have to do this. I have to do this for me. I have to do this for anyone else that's going through it. This is what I connect with the most. I love, I love connecting with people and hearing their stories and, asking how and why things are the way they are. And I think having some type of backstory into 
why someone might be down is everything. It makes you understand them more. And, you know, when I was doing this, it, it was, it was extremely emotional and painful because I was reliving these lyrics all the time and, and talking about it and, you know, responding to comments and responding to messages. And I think there's beauty in that, but it also was extremely, you know, taxing. Um, and so when I posted that, you know, I had this, I had this EP release show and I had so many people coming to hear the songs and I, I had it set up that I wanted to talk about the stories too. So I said, you know, a celebration of songs and stories, because really these stories are the reason the songs are born. And it was as quiet as you could hear a pin drop, which never happens. And I really, I felt really proud of that because people were there to hear why I had to write this music and to celebrate a man that they don't even know. Um, and some that they did, like my dad, you know, was very involved in my friend's lives, but, um, yeah, I'm proud. I'm proud that these songs have meaning and purpose and intention. And, you know, my hope is that they just continue to find the right people to hear them that need to hear them, that they're going through a really impossible time and that they can find hope in the aftermath of it all. And I'm not saying it's easy because it's not. And everyone has their own, you know, they have their own timeline of grief and everyone does it differently, but this is what helped me. And this is why I put it out. And I'm really proud of the fact that it's out because it was really recent that all of this happened and I set a deadline to put it out and it's out. So, yeah. Absolutely. And um, I want to go on a back, I want to quickly go backstory on, on your career because I mean, you grew up in Rhode Island mm -hmm. um, and you went to the songwriting school of Los Angeles. Tell me about that experience there. Yeah. So um born and raised in Rhode Island, uh, went to school in Nashville at Belmont University, studied music. Um, and then a program led me to come out to LA. I did my last semester of college here and I was a part of, uh, so I did an internship with this company and they hired me, but I didn't want to be on the industry side. I wanted to be on the creative side. So um, I didn't have much songwriting experience. I just kind of always did everything by ear and by feeling. And I wanted to get brushed up on some, you know, craft. So I took some classes at the Songwriting School of Los Angeles and I learned some really amazing tips and tricks on songwriting. And that's pretty much it. I just kind of YouTube stuff. And, um, but the songs or the, the class that I took at the songwriting school, there was this class that was called The Roots. And it really was just about um, trusting that voice in your head to tell the story that you needed to tell. And I kind of, I revert back to that all the time because, you know, there's the you that wants to put out this, you know, incredible, incredible music and big and bold and whatnot. 
And then there's the you that's you that doesn't need all the best, the bells and whistles and just needs to speak their truth. And I think I definitely channeled that class when I did this EP. Um, but yeah, so I took a few classes there and then kind of just wrote my way in LA. I wrote with everyone and anyone that I could starting out, joined a bunch of events and organizations um, that dealt with songwriting and played a lot of shows. And that was kind of how I made my way through. Absolutely. And um, I mean, as, as we're wrapping up here, it, there, there's, there's so much that we've, we've already talked about, but if you can briefly talk about your experience on Songland and how that sort of helped kind of shaped your music career now. Yeah. Uh, Songland was awesome because one, it introduced me to just incredible, incredible songwriters and artists that I'm now friends with and continue to write with. Um, I think it gave me that confidence boost of, okay, I'm really doing this for real and I can take myself seriously about this. And it brought me into a lot of incredible rooms where I got to write for a lot of different artists and kind of made my way that way, which was what I needed at the time. Um, but there was something inside of me that wanted to tell my own story. And I think you only get there until, or you get there when you realize something is missing. And I think for me, I was like, you know, I can continue to write for all these artists and I still do, but there's, there is a part of me that needs to speak my own truth. For sure. And, um, um, I mean, for my last few questions, I want to ask you, I mean, if there was one person that, or one artist that is already in heaven that you would want to play a song with, who would it be and what song would you play? Oh, that's already in heaven. Oh. That's a great question. Oh, I, why am I thinking Whitney Houston? She just like pops into my head right now. <laughs> um, incredible. I'm like thinking of all the ones that are still alive that I want to write with. <laughs> um, I don't know. I actually don't know. Um, that's terrible. I, I can't think. I guess Whitney Houston, she popped into my head first. I think it'd be incredible to write with her, make something beautiful and angelic and transcendent. I feel like we could. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I mean, I mean, there, there's, there's so much artists that you could pick from and um, it, it's, it's a really hard question to answer. And, and, and yeah. honestly, honestly, I don't blame you for having trouble answering that because it's given trouble to all my guests that I've asked this question. Oh, really? To. Okay. So, <laughs> so it's it's no problem. Um, I mean, it's been so great chatting with you, and and uh, and I, I I really thank you for taking the time to talk with me today, and and I'm so I guess I'm grateful to be able to explore this new album with you and and be able to share the listeners just what this whole project is about and and everything else that is coming for you and well i mean thank you so much again thank you so much i'm really happy that uh that i was able to talk about this ep and and thank you for bringing shedding light to it um on yeah 
Well, to the listeners who made it this far into the episode, thanks so much for sticking around. I uh, hope you enjoy my conversation for with American pop EDM singer-songwriter Casey Cook. You can uh, find her on all social media platforms, and you can find my show on all streaming podcast streaming platforms as well. Um, I've been your host, Shigmi Keltsang. Thanks for tuning into the show. Mm-hmm.